Open your Bibles with me to Psalm 119. Again, Psalm 119. And let's turn to verse 105. Psalm 119. We'll read the section beginning with verse 105 down through verse 112. Let's all stand together as we read this together. In unison, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Accept, I beseech thee, the freewill offerings of my mouth. O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Verses that children oft, a verse that children often learn from Psalm 119. We live in a dark world where men are darkened by the sovereign judgment of God upon their understanding so that they cannot see him, know him, or even figure out things that pertain to them. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 1, because they are without excuse for the revelation of himself that he gave in the creation, he blinds their minds and he hardens their hearts and gives them over to a reprobate mind to do things that are not convenient, things that are indeed dark. In Romans chapter 1. Sodomy is not the result of your mother. Sodomy is not the result of playing with dolls when you were a child. Sodomy is the result of being unthankful and not giving God the glory. And that's what Romans chapter 1 teaches us. The world is dark and the word of God is our light in this dark place. The prophet Isaiah said, To the law and to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. And the world has no light in them. It doesn't matter how enlightened they think they are. It doesn't matter if they have a period of history they call the Enlightenment. They never got lightened. But we have the light of God's word right in our hands. And what a precious treasure it is, as verse 111 will tell us. In verse 106... The psalmist said, I have sworn, and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. David had committed himself with an oath to keep the righteous judgments of God. And how many times have we done that? And we should have done that. And he said, I will perform my oath because of thy righteous judgments. There's nothing unrighteous about his judgment. What holds us back from keeping our commitments to obey the Lord? I am afflicted very much. Sometimes our afflictions come from the outside, other people, our circumstances. Sometimes our affliction is in the soul, 
It doesn't matter where it comes from. David is one that you can find compassion from and that you can relate to because of his afflictions. He said, I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Make me alive, revive me, restore my soul based on the promises of your word. He found his comfort in a time when he was very much afflicted with the promises of God's word. And that's where we should find our comfort when we are afflicted. He said in verse 8, Except I beseech thee the freewill offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. Now, he didn't say the freewill offerings of my vineyard or the freewill offerings of my flocks or herds. He said the freewill offerings of my mouth because God gave you that mouth principally for his praise and glory. We depend on it for our food because that's where we pass food into our bodies for nutrition, energy, and survival. But our mouths were created to praise the Lord. And David here says, except I beseech thee, Lord, I'm begging thee to accept the freewill offerings that I'm bringing of my mouth. Because the Bible does refer to the calves of our lips and that by our lips we're able to give him acceptable sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving. He loves to be praised. That's why he created us for his own pleasure, his own honor and glory. And he loves to be thanked for all that we have been given by him. If you want to know the will of God for your life, it's to give thanksgiving. And to give it. Not just thank it, give it. He loves to be thanked. Verse 109, my soul is continually in my hand. Yet do I not forget thy law. Now, when is your soul in your hand? Let me ask you another question and see if it helps answer that one. Do men ever take their lives into their own hands? When you take your life into your own hand, that means you're subjecting your life to risk. Your life is at stake at whatever you're doing. The Bible uses that a number of times where men took their lives into their own hands, meaning he risked his life in a venture. Usually it was a military venture of the Old Testament. Risking his life, he felt very vulnerable, very exposed. He could easily have lost his life. And there are times... Are there times, I, I can say that there are times for me, but are there times for you where you, feel, where you feel that your soul is at risk? Your soul is very vulnerable. Your soul is very weak. It's very much exposed to trouble and to danger. My soul is continually in my hand. I'm always worried about my soul. I'm troubled in my soul. I'm afflicted very much. Yet, while I'm afflicted and I'm feeling very vulnerable in my soul, weak and discouraged and fearful, yet do I not forget thy law. That's where I find the stability for my soul. That's the rock for my feet. That's the anchor for my life is in the law of God, is what the psalmist tells us right here. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. They're trying to trap me and catch me. I have enemies all around, but I'm going to stick to thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever. You have a rich heritage. Some of you don't feel that you were born with much of a heritage. You were never given much of a heritage. But God has had great mercy upon you. Who cares where you were born? And who cares about your parents in comparison to this gift? 
God has given us His Word. A book from heaven with many books, chapters, and verses for us and many thousands of words given from the lips and the hand of God for us. That is our heritage. And what a wonderful heritage we all have. Nothing else matters in this world. So what if you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth or you didn't see a spoon because you ate with your fingers like an animal? It doesn't matter. Look what God's given us. And David said, Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. That's what ought to thrill us, is that we have God's Word. Not only do we have it, we believe it. Not only do we believe it, we understand it. Not only do we believe and understand that He convicts us of it, that we want to keep it. Blessed be His holy name. Have there been times in your life where you had it? It was on a shelf, it was on a nightstand, it was on the coffee table, it was on your desk. You heard it preached, but you didn't have a heart for it. Oh, the Lord is good. He's given us a wonderful heritage. Verse 112, I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. Now, last Lord's Day, we read verse 36 that said in a prayer to the Lord, incline my heart unto thy testimonies. We're asking God to do a work in us and direct our heart toward his testimonies. Here he said, I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. God will assist you when you are repenting of having a heart inclined toward this world and when you have a commitment to incline it toward his word. When you are inclining your heart, you can then make the prayer, incline my heart, and he will hear and answer that prayer and incline our hearts unto his statutes always, even unto the end. May we be faithful to the word of God and be overcomers with the word of God unto the end, the end of our lives, and when we're taken into heaven. May the Lord bless the reading of his word, and may you count it your heritage forever, and may it be the rejoicing of your heart as you understand and obey the testimonies and the precepts of the Lord God himself. Amen.